right, so welcome back to another episode of Cloud Conversations. I'm your host, Harvey Banks. Uh, tonight, I am here with some old regulars from the podcast. Christy, how you doing? Hey, what's up? Loriano, you still there? I'm still here, baby. Happy to be on episode, was it 65, you said? 65. 65 tonight, yeah. Oof. It's pretty cool, awesome. right? I'm doing well. Yeah. Creeping close to 100. I don't know what I'm going to do when, I, when it gets to 100, but I feel like something special has to happen. Oh, yeah. Well, Christy, what you been up to? Fro. to? Yeah, no. I've just been... <laughs> <laughs> I've just been, you know, doing art, doing work, and raising young kids. That's about it. Now, I noticed that you started a store for your art. Do you want to tell them the website and where they can go to check that stuff out? It is MarakiArtAndSage.com, and you can find all my artwork over there. And I do poor paintings, and I do some resin work. Did you say porn? And... (laughs) Pour paintings. Where you basically just pour the paint onto the canvas, and there's Mm. other like like strategic things that you do. It is not porn. Congratulations, (laughs) you played yourself. No, I seen it. it, uh, I seen your. I seen the artwork. It looks looks really cool too. Um, And I also. How long have you been uh, doing this? Like, is this something new for you? This is. Or have you always been kind of? No, I saw it on YouTube, like about Christmas time. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that looks fun. And I told my dad to buy me some art stuff for Christmas. And it just kind of started from there and it has not stopped. It's just progressed and kept going and kept going. That's good. I've never been an artsy person. Don't even ask me to draw a straight line, a circle, or a Christmas tree because I cannot do it. Okay. But. <laughs> I like to just do abstract stuff, and it's real abstract, and that's what I love. Well, art is subjective, anyways. So, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's is, I don't know if it's even something you can say you're good at or not good at because, like, right? If you do something and you feel good about it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Loriana, what you and also sell sage on there too. By the way, I sell sage on there, sage bundles. So, okay, I actually need some sage. MarakiArtAndSage.com So, <laughs> Loriano. For real. Bada bing, bada boom. And, no, oh, good to be on, guys. Fucking just working on a podcast, the I Self Reflect podcast, where I'm mind jam about self reflection, different perceptions and shit. And besides that, also work as a restaurant server. So, just banging out hours over there and honestly just fucking waiting for this summer to feel like summer because in Southern Oregon, you know, granted, we need all the rent we can get because we get a lot of fires, especially in California and Oregon and Washington. But it's been raining for like a week, and today's the first day. It's been sunny out, so I'm probably going to go out and hit some golf balls. That's, I mean, it's kind of weird because, like, I was just telling her before we got on here, we've had, like, straight summer weather here in Indiana for the past week. I mean, 85 and up every day, pretty much. And so... Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, it's been like it's been summer, summer here. But um, I forgot that Indiana is all humid and hot. You say eighty-five is spring? To me, yeah, kind (laughs) of. Oh man, I like hot, hot, hot. Like I want to be at Beach Bend in my swimsuit, like dripping sweat. Like, ah, 
I want you to be in your swimsuit too. Congratulations, you played yourself. Started over there. I'm telling you now. Listen, you putting a lot of imagery out there. Let me just tell you, I can only control him so much, right? It's for the fans. It's for the fans. Okay. But but listen, Loriano, you you brought up the podcast, and one of the things that one of the reasons I wanted to have you on here too is I listened to your episode that. I think you dropped it Wednesday or Thursday, but I didn't catch it until yesterday. Um, Mm -hmm. And you was talking about not letting the inner child die. Uh, Talk briefly about that. And and I found it really interesting. And it was something that like after I listened to it, I thought about it for about 30 or 45 minutes. So that tells you this, like it was an effective topic. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's definitely something I want uh, everyone to kind of like mind gym and have a self-reflective period with themselves because we live in like this really chaos society and I wanted just to bring up back the remembrance of like we're kind of like little big kids still and no matter what age you are, we're, we still have this like inner child. Like, you know, we like to, we have fun. We have these belly laughs that we do, but sometimes it's just been a while since we perhaps have those because we flooded our brains with, you know, we have to pay rent. We have to be work at work at a certain hour, nine to five. We have all these major responsibilities. And I, mm-hmm. and I just want to remind people it's okay just to fucking roll in the dirt, you know, scuff up your knees a little bit like we all used to and just bring back that inner child and then stem from every idea from there and kind of like just relax and have like this peaceful loving mind and also the curiosity was uh what kind of got me we've we've lost this curiosity state as a child where you can have these moments where you're just dumbfounded and have these all experiences in the world that we live in and around us and that's kind of just want to remind people of the beauty in that so quick question for you why do you think can you pinpoint like when that went away for you or is it something that you think goes away and then comes back like it comes in waves you know what i mean no yeah definitely and to be honest there's been little moments that have affected my life uh pinnacle moments were like you know either death in the family or a hard separation but i it's gonna sound weird. I hate kind of talking to my about myself, honestly, but I, I, I never lost it. I, I'm so, I'm so playful. I'm so loving. I like, I love hanging out with me because I think I'm amazing. <laughs> but everything's just so fun. Like I have fun with everything that I do, even when I'm home alone. And I think life's great. Was that your uh, little one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, shout out, thank you. Yeah, she just got home. She had a um, dance recital and stuff this weekend. but um, And that was perfect timing. You it know was I mean? perfect timing, yes. <laughs> especially since, you know, you have, you know, a family full of kids. And I think this is sometimes easier with adults if you have the right mindset. Because you it can kind of play off your children. It's like, then you get to watch these cartoon shows again. You get to, like, play with Legos. You go, like, oh, let's go to the park and just fuck around and run around. So you got to relive the experience when you have children. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you'll have the stern adult and the parent that who gets stuck in this cycle. And I just want to remind people, just break that chain cycle because you, you, you know, know what the cool I'll, thing I'll, is. So it's a cool thing because like I have a so our youngest, she's two. She'll be three this summer, though. And so she's really into like role playing with her toys and her dolls and stuff. Right. And mm-hmm. so I'll just sit and watch her 
because it's so funny because like she believes all this stuff is real you know what i'm saying and so like we all did bro i would just sit there and watch her and be like she literally thinks anything is possible she can do anything and it's like i begin so jealous because it's just like dang dude like just imagine if you could just get that pure feeling like as adults we know kind of the limits of things in life you know what i mean but like yeah they say for a back to the real world they say if for a second you could have that ignorance of a child you know what i mean and that i kind of feel like that's what happened to me when i started getting back into my art because i had been so shut off to the fact of like uh, you know i was I worked in a factory for many years and then dealing with customer service and you just get in this uh, paying bills struggling as a parent you know you get in this such a parental adult mindset it's hard to put yourself in a childlike way or not just to an imaginative way to be able to let your mind roam free and I think when I found started doing art you know I was like I feel like I can finally do that again you know I'm finally expressing creativity again which I felt like I hadn't done in a long time so that was a nice feeling it you know and yeah. I feel like I feel I don't know what made me I don't even know what brought me to that place but I was glad to be there because I've never been one that could sit and just be like draw something but you know if I can just create on my own and without somebody without in the stigmas of draw within these lines then I feel like mm-hmm. then ideas are, are limitless Loriano so go with me for a second here at let's just say you can create this this mind state of complete all the inhibitions and all the doubts and all the stresses of the world is gone and you've found that inner child again and like you're in that moment what does that moment look like for you and like what is it that you're going to be doing and anything is possible you know what i mean of course, I <clears throat> I'm a firm believer of anything's possible, and I, I love that imagery. I think I believe Chrissy said it kind of best, especially when you try something new that uh, you want to dabble into, especially something uh, that's working with your own imagination, and then you get to create something from nothing. I think that's the beauty of it, and it's for myself uh, in that mindset. It's actually that's why I kind of love podcasting because. Your words can be spread out to the whole world and universe, but I honestly, for myself, I want to, I want to create some books that has, you know, author by Loriana Mercado. And also, uh, I want to be an inventor. I want to patent some ideas that's going to be, uh, everlasting and just keep creating and whatever I want to do. I just want to, uh, turn it from nothing into something. And to me, that's like, the the mild child heart that's slightly growing up because as children it's hard to do that well except for these motherfucking millionaires on youtubes and you're fucking five years old but (laughs) they getting it done (laughs) yeah right but it's along those lines uh uh, keep creating isn't that kind of like um it's kind of like the definition of passion right so like i think so man yeah I, I, i got i really got passion vibes when you was explaining that 
because like it's also one of those things that we've talked about before like yo if if money was no object like you didn't have to think about money for nothing what's what what are the things that you would do for free you know what i mean exactly and that's it's like exactly it that's that's how you can define your fat your passion you know what i mean yeah, and for people who are just starting off to try to think of this inkling idea, it's like, and if passion kind of throws you off, just find something that you'd want to do. It's like, what do you like to do? And then just do it. And, you know, don't be stuck in, you know, everyday life's uh, full cycle. Just find what you want to do and figure out how to do that. And just play with the world. So over on the I Self Reflect podcast, um, I kind of wondered, like, what is... Ultimately, if you could paint your perfect listener, what would they be or what would they be looking for from your podcast? It would be somebody who's who hasn't lost the curious mind, who hasn't uh, hard clad said, this is the way I think and this will be forever the way I think. I want somebody to take everything, everything, not the, even just the I Self Reflect podcast, but for a grain of salt because it's almost I want to turn into almost like a like a like a mind jam debate club where mm-hmm. we all can interact as human beings and realize we're emotional beings and what causes these emotions to create our own reality because it has this uh, butterfly effect with it and so I would like to people the ideal I guess listeners would be somebody would have the just a wonderment for the world and their thoughts and also who's or even people who are lost and be like how do i go from here to here because yeah. i would love to help those people out just to mind jam and be like well here's 500 different avenues let's talk about it mm-hmm. the only reason i asked that is because like i know why i listen to it so i like that you do like i think i, t- I told you before the like eight to ten minutes is kind of your sweet spot because mm-hmm. of because of what happened with, when I listened to it yesterday, I listened to it and then like afterwards, I had to think for a minute. You know what I mean? Like, well, right. damn, what does that mean for me? And I think that's a good thing to. That's that was my best way of explaining kind of what your podcast was, but like, it sounds best coming from you, like what you what you intended it yeah. for. You know what I mean? It's kind of interesting that you uh, say that as well, because I now that I think about it, when it is between that little sweet spot that you stated. I think I do that on purpose without knowing just because if I keep going forward, uh, my own ideas that might be hard clad in my subconscious might come through and I don't want to put anything that's really subjective on a, oh, the far left, far right or up there down below. I want to keep it always open ended because the whole philosophy Mm -hmm. behind it is like I really just want to mind jam with the world and realize theoretically we all have these thoughts within our heads and I just want to put them out on a, on a frontier and then like really hopefully in the future connect with the community and and see how we're all alike and not so different after all Christy I know that like we, we were supposed to pod a couple times and you had a lot of stuff that went on and you don't have to get into your personal yeah. stuff or nothing like that but like mentally uh, how's your headspace now I feel a lot better um that's good. Yeah, I feel a lot better. Everything's good. I feel like I've been able to finally get back into my space and I've been creating again a little bit more and I'm doing my normal activities and 
I'm feeling good again. Yeah, it's it. I think it's Mental Health Awareness Month too. So it uh, takes work to get there. You know, you have yeah. to actively do it. You can't just so sit part back of and the problem like, oh. too. Well, I don't even know. I don't know about for for others. So I'll just kind of share for me. Uh, you think you. I always thought that since I was aware of certain issues and certain problems that I had, that that was enough. Right. You can you can be aware of these problems. And like, I know that these things make me feel this way and these things make me feel that way. But like the next step past awareness is like getting the help to fix something. And like, I literally just recently like got to the point where I was like, okay, just being aware isn't enough because I felt myself not functioning at what I know I'm capable of functioning. If that makes sense. Right. And then I know, and it's like, I know I've got some things I need to work out and work on. So like, I got lucky and I was able to like, I was trying to get an appointment with a therapist. And when I first went in, like to try to get this appointment, one of the real fucking frustrations I had was like, they was like, yeah, you can get in here. Yeah. We take your insurance. It's all good. I can probably get you in, in the next three to six months. And I was like, yo, what? Oh my like, goodness. Three to six months, and I'm like, yo, what if somebody's coming to y'all with a crisis? Yeah. <laughs> That's the Did they system. Offer anything? Um, no, that those people didn't. I had to just call around and call around, and then I asked um, my daughter's mom, the one that just came in here. I asked her mom. I was like, because she knows a lot of, she's kind of in that world, and she knows resources and stuff like that. But I had already called a few places, and like while I was literally talking to her, getting info for another place I could call. One of the other places mm-hmm. called me back and was like, hey, we can get you in on June 21st. You know what I mean? And so, like, I, I quickly, yeah, I quickly talked, like, so I quickly noticed that, like, okay, it's not going to get any faster than that. You know what I mean? But I was lucky to be able to get something that's, like, within the next month at least. So, but, yeah, with it yeah. being, like, Mental Health Awareness Month, it was it was just why do you think that is though why why do you think it is it do you think they're just so flooded with appointments that when you make a new appointment they're like yo fucking it's got to be a month two months out because they're so busy because there's just something going on i honestly don't know um i don't know and i can't even really guess like i i that's the only thing i could think of but they're so busy but it just I don't know, man. It just seems maybe there's a shortage of therapists. I don't know. It just seemed it really made me mad, though. Like it really bothered me because I was just like, that's what do people do that need you now? <laughs> like, yeah, it's that's just strange. I, you know, I know even along those lines, you know, I've, I've never been an advocate of taking uh, like uh, mental health pills, I guess you might be able to say. Yeah, because <laughs> I know. I know a few people where it actually does help them, but I, I firm believer it always helps to talk to somebody, nonetheless. Yes, yeah. and it's crazy that there's a shortage, at least a shortage of that. But fuck, maybe the psychiatrists and shit and all of them just they realize, yo, I need some help too. <laughs> well, at least I talk think to someone. Everybody up. Yeah, man, it's just I don't know. And there's a lot of apps and stuff now, like Talkspace and, a, but like, yo, that shit is expensive, bro. 
Like, and it's just like, I understand that if you've got the money, you can get help now. Like you can log into an app and get help now. But like the problem is the majority of the people that really need the help don't got money like that. We don't have the resources yeah. like that. And so it's just like, I don't know. It's a gift and a curse. But um, so you said you, you got to get out of here, right? Yeah, I'm going to bounce out and uh, try to hit some balls with uh, one of my golfing buddies. And because uh, right now out in southern Oregon, it's about seven o'clock. And so the place is open for one more hour. So I got to got to do best of both worlds and kind of also live my best life and, and uh, enjoy the nature. All right. We'll let you go. All right, my beautiful peoples. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me on. I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay. Bye, Loriana. Peace. All right, Christy, it's the two of us. And you know what we're here to do. Um, let's talk about Johnny Depp. And um, I didn't, for one, I didn't know that this was as salacious as it is. And I didn't know that this was going to be as big of a deal as it is. And I'll say this thing first, too. I initially my initial thought on all of this is and it's and it remains the same that I don't like that this is on TV. I don't like that we know this many details about the, these people's personal lives. And I, I just don't like that part about it. But that's not them. That's um, I don't care who's in court and who's that. I do think that this stuff should be documented. And I do think that it should be covered. But like the fact that we can watch this shit live on TV. Something just feels off about that to me. Well, let me ex- I had I for one have been keeping up with this case. I have been watching videos since like two years ago. All the videos that people are talking about now, oh new video surfaces, the one where she's talking about tell them, tell them I Johnny Depp, I am a man, a victim a domestic of domestic violence. That video, I saw that video like two years ago. And so I've known about this whole trial for a long time. And he wanted this to be public because she came out with the Me Too movement. She almost kind of, she didn't start the movement, but she was a big person in the Me Too movement. And they went for his career. He was fired from Disney. He did logically lose 50 million dollars because mm-hmm. of what she done so and he also lost his reputation johnny depp everybody knows him as a drunk and as a drug addict everybody's known that he's done those things but nobody has ever put him as being a woman abuser before do you think and he put his hands on her i think that possibly in the last instance that she describes possibly something may have happened all the other instances no i think in the last instance is when he was telling her to get out because his mom had just died and he realized that she was just like his mom and he didn't want that for his life and Mm -hmm. he was fed up and i do believe that maybe then he might have lashed out in anger I know he yelled at her. He definitely verbally, you know, was aggressive or whatever. But however, when you are dealing with somebody that narcissistic, manipulative, and vindictive, 
you yeah. have no choice but to an occasionally cut back. And when you've been sitting and taking and taking and taking, and you finally lash out, that's not an active domestic violence. That is a reaction. That's my opinion. Yeah. So as a I survivor, guess, I guess my my issue, my major issue. I'll start with her, and then I'll get to Johnny next because I got issues with both of them. But my main issues with her. The nastiest, nastiest thing I've seen is when she's basically kind of what you what you started out with, where the recording of her saying, tell people they're not going to believe you. And like the first thing I thought about was you are doing women such a disservice right now because there are women that are actually in like having you say this publicly you are giving some dude somewhere who's actually beating his wife, but like going to claim that she beat him. And he yeah. now there's going to be doubt. You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. like she's not helping that any. And like that was the that was the main thing that kind of stuck out to me was like anybody that could say that. And I think she knew she was being recorded. I think she just didn't care, bruh. Yeah, they had agreed. That was part of their therapy. They were reco- they knew that they, she they would record each other. However, most usually when Johnny recorded them, he would tell her, "Hey, I'm about to return on this recorder." She would just turn it on. That's where the video came from, where he's slamming cabinets, and they say, "Oh, he's an abuser." See, he was yelling at her and throwing cabinets. That was also, <clears throat> excuse me. That was also right after he had found out that one of his business partners had robbed him for like $650 million. Boy. And right after, yeah, this this happened right at the same time that his mother got sick and all the problems were happening with her. But when the video, when she was recording, he just found out that his business partner had robbed him for $650 million. And his mother was in the hospital sick about to die. And she turned on the camera and she had turned it in like it was him being aggressive towards her when he was telling her, don't record me. I'm going through it right now because he just found out about all that. It's um, where do you think this ends up? Because like, I don't know. So you probably know what. Is this a countersuit or is this Johnny suing her? There is a suit and a countersuit. He's suing okay. her for $50 million, which he gotcha. has proven where that $50 million is coming from. She's yes. countersuing for $100 million, <laughs> but for defamation because he said that she was a liar. And um, it's funny to me because I, I don't know... Any job and all jobs that Amber Heard has ever had would ever in a million years times 10 equal up to a hundred million dollars. Well, it's not even, you don't have to prove that she's missed with defamation. She doesn't have to necessarily prove that she missed a hundred million because they could project it forward for anything that she might make going forward. And you can project it at whatever. Here's how you don't have a defamation suit. But Ollie would have to prove that she's lying. One time. We got recordings of you. It's over already. Like, that's done. Her case is done. Now, my only concern is 
you know, there's been some weird ass juries, you know, the Casey Anthony trial, she should have been convicted and wasn't, they let her go Mm -hmm. the OJ trial. He should have been convicted too. Come on. We all know it, but he wasn't. And, you know, so there are sometimes these juries that let these people go that they know are snakes. But to me, I feel like there's so much evidence but it's not a criminal case also. This is a... It's a civil uh, case. What's yeah. it called? Yes, a civil case. Yeah, it's so a, it's not I know like it's they're a civil letting case. her go. They have to prove two things. They have to prove that the op-ed that she wrote was about Johnny because she didn't say his name specifically and that it damaged his career to the tune of $50 million. Now, the yeah. fact that I doubt he'll get $50 million even if they do prove those two things... But, you know, because, I mean, I think Cardi B and Tasha K, that might be one of the biggest defamation uh, lawsuit settlements that's in history in the U.S. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not sure that... Yeah, it's... I, I don't know if... Here's what's going to get tricky for Johnny. If there is any question whether or not he put his hands on her, it doesn't really matter the scenario... Because though they may not charge him with domestic violence, her describing it as that way is her right to describe it that way. You see what I'm saying? So, like, if she's lying, lying, then yes, I get that. But, like, if he was like, nah, like, I one time this, this and that happened after she did this or that. So, like, <laughs> even though she could be really, really just putting it on, you know what I mean? That's going to be difficult for his case as well. If there's any doubt on whether he ever put his hands on her, because that's going to go back to the the original. He only has to prove if you can prove that the person is lying one time, then usually that should shatter their defense. However, I think it's almost every instance they can basically prove that she's lying. I think except one. And but they're not going to go through every instance because they have six weeks. The judge has made that certain. They only have six weeks. They have to get through this trial. There's so much information. There's so many documents. There's so much paperwork. So there's a limited time. So I think what they've talked about the defense could go, could do is just go after three instances specifically where they know and can prove without a doubt that she's lying. And shows, look, this is where she lied. Blah, 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 blah. And mm-hmm. that'll shatter her case alone right there. And, you know, she brought up the Kate Moss thing. Did you see that whole reaction from everything? No, I didn't see that. She said she was on the stand and she was talking about him and her fighting. Her sister came in there to defend her. Her sister was standing in between them, but she had her back to the stairs. Johnny went to hit her sister and she jumped in between them and she hit Johnny. That doesn't even make sense, but that's what she says. That was the first time I ever landed a blow and I did it because I would have did anything anything to protect my sister that's what she said even though the story literally doesn't make any sense that sounds crazy right there yeah like that to me sounds yeah it's like like i said it's gonna be tough for her to 
after that recording was enough for me. It's going to be tough for her to get out from under that recording. And and there's actually proof of where the sister was sending her friend, her somebody who ended up becoming her roommate, text messages saying that that on that night that she had sent her friend messages saying that she was scared that her sister was going to end up killing Johnny Depp. Wow. Yeah, it's um. Again, and have you saw I'm kind of at a all loss the times words, on TikTok? Be, do you have a ahead. TikTok? Do you have a TikTok? I do, but I don't. I don't be on there though. I don't get on it much either. But I have saw that they've said that there's like all these TikToks where people are like reenacting what she says. They'll take her actual words from the trial. And they'll act them out on a TikTok, mm-hmm. and it literally makes no sense. They'll be like, "He hit me," and then I turned around, and then he hit me again. And when, but when they're turning around, like they're facing the wall or something random, and something. yeah, yeah, it's Jesus. like totally not possible. It makes no sense. It's nah. It's a. Uh, I think it's a wrap for her. I'm gonna be honest. But here's my thing too. Like, fast forward, Johnny. Let's say you win. Yo, Johnny knows he's not going to see any of that money, right? She don't got I it. I agree. But she I, ain't got I no 50 million, bro. And they've always, he's always said to him, he doesn't even care if he wins at this point. The point to him was because he's the trying public to get his name back, her. I guess. The yeah, public yeah. believed her for so long. The Me Too movement was strong. It was always believe a woman. Never doubt what a woman says. You cannot doubt what a woman says. And the, yeah. everybody's believed her. She was at the face, the head of the Me Too movement for years. And everybody believed her for years. When the UK trial happened, it was not televised. So nobody knew it came out. It was worse than this. It was way worse That's, than this. Yeah, see, I just, man. And Elon Musk sits there and I get has her back the whole his... time. That baby's Elon's baby. I'm telling you. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, whoa, That's Elon's whoa. baby. What are you talking about? I didn't. What, you what know does Elon her have to do and Elon this? mess around. Oh my she god. She was cheating on no. Johnny with Elon Musk. That baby that she's had a baby since all this happened. That baby's Elon's oh baby. My god. They had eggs that was in a thing. They was fighting over them legally. The next thing you know, she's pregnant. Yo, that's the funniest shit I've heard. And then all this was going on when Elon was trying to buy Twitter. I'm like, how did people not see this? Fucking retarded. He was trying to drown out the trial and everything that was going on. That's my opinion. That's why he's trying to back out now. Mm Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. He's trying to back out of the deal. Because the trial's almost over. (laughs) Because this fool said that he didn't realize there were bots on Twitter. Really, bro? You didn't know That's there was bots like on Twitter. A fourth Man, of you Twitter, get, at least. If you don't get the hell out of here, bro, like, that is yeah, nah, part that's of crazy. I didn't know that he had anything to do with that. I yes, he know. was. He was sneaking up to Johnny's penthouse while Johnny was out of town filming a movie, yeah, doodling Amber Heard, him and James you Franco. Think Johnny was? Out it's of town. on. It is. No, on no, 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 no. Video. Listen to me now. Can I lay no, into Johnny's it's on ass for video. a second now? It, is, it lines up with it when Johnny was recording. This is all public knowledge. I will send I you can, the Listen, videos. I believe that they was both smashing her. 
But let me tell you, I got some things. I got some thoughts about Johnny. Johnny was not smashing Elon at the same time. No. Johnny no, 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 no. I wasn't saying oh, that. I thought I that's saying, what you meant. They were all no, doing threesomes. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> they were all I banging the, each other. That's what, I meant James that's Franco. I thought you were going with that. No, no. Oh, James Franco. Here's the thing. He's weird. Here's He's the so thing with Johnny. Too. What a waste. Yeah, Johnny's kind of weird too, bro. Let me tell you, I know a yeah. kink when I see one. And here's my thing. Here's my. Here's what I'm gonna say about this. I'm gonna say two things. First, Johnny, when she took a shit in your bed, the fact that you even had any kind of conversation with her after that tells me that something deeper is they definitely going on. They did divorce after that, though. I don't understand. You know, people. A month, okay. The the poop on the bed incident happened in late April, in late May. A month later is when Johnny's mother died, and he told Amber he was going to divorce. No, he told her he was going to divorce her, and that's when she shit in his bed. Bro, that shit is. And then wild. she went to Coachella, and then everything happened. And then within a month after she, after three weeks after she came back from Coachella. Or you know whatever it was within a month they and she ended up going to the L.A. courthouse and filing a restraining order on him. And also too, one of the reasons that he's fallen into this trap, he has his mother was a lot like Amber Heard. I don't know if you caught the beginning of the trial when he was talking about I that, didn't. and his sister was talking about all that. Their mother was a vindictive, evil kind of mother and like she Mm -hmm. would pick on them like she would call her daughter she would call her daughter her mother-in-law's name and they all knew and understood that the mother hated the mother-in-law you know she and she would just do vindictive she would call like calling your kid fat ass it's basically like the equivalent to that that's how she was with her children she's just aggressive and and she would hit their dad right in front of them and everything else and he stayed and stayed and stayed until the kids were grown and out of the house like that happens so much these days so Johnny's dad stayed with the mom yes that's interesting that can speak to the psychology of my questions that I have for Johnny exactly and then after he left after the father left, the kids were already grown and Johnny was already, you know, making a career for himself. When he left, the mother went like psychotic and Johnny kind of mm. went, ended up having to go get the mother and he moved the mother in, you know, with him. He took care of her. But by that time she was, I think the father leaving, I think that took that out of her because she'd already always had that to beat up on she'd always had him to beat up on that was taken out of her life so it checked her i think finally but amber she's she's far beyond being checked ever (laughs) she's a mental case yeah johnny see i'm starting to feel bad for johnny now because like no learning that about the mom and the dad he's got he's got some stuff back there yes it is it's very interesting to me that you yes, said that about his dad's thing. This case is a thing. lot to me. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And you're okay with it being on TV like this? 
I am because I know Johnny wants it to be because he doesn't even oh, care. Oh, because he's trying he to clear his name. I guess that does trial. benefit him. He just yeah, yeah, yeah. He's won back the support of the public opinion. That was the main thing that he wanted, and he's made that clear. He does. He does. He knows that it would be extremely difficult for him to win the money. But what he wanted was the public opinion <clears throat> in his favor, and I, I believe he's done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. Um, I think so too. Yeah, that's interesting. Wow, I think yeah, we got more to talk about with this. It's gonna keep it's... going. Yeah, that's wild. Um, and you have any final thoughts today about it? Because like, you're gonna have to come back again because we're gonna need an update as stuff happens. Because I'm I'm into yeah, it now, definitely. and <laughs> I wasn't really into it before, but like. I'm this really excited for um, for cross-examination because I know all these exaggerated, insane claims that they're, that she's made, they're going to doop, 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 cro- cross their teeth. So when should that be eyes. happening? I think when they go back, it's going to be very soon because she's went through about all of her story now. And mm-hmm. after she's done, I think uh, Amber in that that therapist was probably their only witnesses because Elon was supposed to come testify. He backed out. He was supposed to come testify for Amber Heard. Oh yeah, I can't I wouldn't. believe he didn't know any of these things. And then I didn't he know that. But of, if I was Elon, I definitely wouldn't show up. He backed out of testifying. He backed out of testifying, and it was announced that he was going to buy Twitter like the same day. I think. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be testifying. I'm not showing up. Not for her. She's psychotic. Not they for have videos none of them. Of that's yeah. It's, that's because he a wild a boy too. Because like, bro, what are you doing? After he, mm-hmm. you like, you know all He's this stuff that she's been too doing. Much to lose. Yeah. Like, you know what she's capable and of, and you gonna play with that? He took her back, and then he. She's got dirt on Elon. Let me tell you, it goes deeper than this, okay? Because there is also mm-hmm. a video of. Her and Elon walking out after she'd left Johnny. Her and Elon's walking. Elon's got a bruise on his face. You can see. It's not, Elon, somebody smacked the shit out of Elon. And guess what? I guarantee it was Amber Heard. She's got dirt on him. Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. That's crazy. Well, but like I my said, final thought is stay tuned because I think it's only going to probably get more insane. And we'll be here to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my guess, too. Um, Christy, tell people where they can find you at. You can find me on Instagram at Trailer Park Beauty. And my my website page is Meraki Arts by Christy, I believe. I have to check it again. I, I hardly promote it. But my website for all my sage and art is MeraukeeArtAndSage.com. And you can go there to purchase any of my sage or art. Your porn art, right? No. Poor <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. Or> paint. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. Um, that's all we got for you here. <clears throat> Excuse me. I just want to say thank you again to, for coming through. Also, um, thank you for Loriano for jumping in when he could. Um, I'm going to have to have you back here like probably this week if shit pops off. So just be well, ready. Well, I know that I think they're on a 10 day break. So I don't know if they go back oh, this okay. Monday cool. or next Monday. Well, I'll have you back this week and we can talk about uh, Rico cases and stuff like that. 
I'm down to talk about that. I've been doing my research. Okay. Well, we'll definitely, <laughs> we'll, we'll do that this week. Um, we might do a little special episode. Um, so yeah, all right. that's all I got for you. 